What's up, everybody? Uh, Tim is here, the Hulk. We got a hurricane over there, and we've got uh, Caleb doing something. And Hi. this is the after show. Um, Kenneth Lee, I mean, Brooklyn Vale, uh, is not here. He's nowhere to be found, um, which is unfortunate because I'm apparently leading the ship right now. I don't want to. The show was about to start, and I said, Kane, what are we talking about? And he said, you ever been on the after show? And I said, <laughs> no. Well, actually, that's not true. I've been on like two episodes. But yeah, how are you guys doing? I'm just editing some photos right now that I'm supposed to be editing. You know, so what kind of photos? Engagement photos. Who got engaged? Uh, some of my friends. Hot. Are you going to be in the wedding? Uh, yeah, they asked me to be a groomsman. Ooh. That's cool. That's fun. Yeah, I don't. I don't really know how to wedding though, so like I don't know like what I'm supposed to do. I think Caleb is out in like a fucking swamp somewhere right now. Yeah, I'm out at you know the big Lake Superior thingy. Um, that is between Minnesota and Wisconsin, so that's cool. Hey, you're close to my territory. I can literally see Wisconsin from my campground, so I was waving at you. Uh, not really, but you know. You're waving at Wisconsin. I was waving at Wisconsin, even though like it's way further inland. You. Yeah. Makes sense. Um, yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, so, we got. Go ahead. I was going to say, uh, anyone watch uh, Co-Editor Live today? No. Oh, are, are, we, are we doing that? Are we, are we doing this? Do we want to? I'm, I'm down. I'll talk about it. I think we should. Okay. So, okay. Should or shouldn't? Should. Should. Okay, so I will start then, because I kind of did it. Okay. Um, as soon as I'm done posting this link <clears throat> into this group chat, because I want to make sure that all of the Multiplex family can join this if they want to. Um, okay, so here's what happened. Uh, yesterday, well, actually, no, this started about two weeks ago, maybe a week ago. I don't remember. Um, there was an article posted on Trivia SD. Um, that was written by, I don't remember who wrote the article, but Bibiani shared the article on Facebook and it basically said his, his post about the art, the, the post was about Paul Oyama, who is now the movie trivia Shimodan champion of the world. And, but at the time it was right before his match against Merle and the shared post was something along the lines of like. Oh, you know, if, if Paul wins, this will finally legitimize the fan leagues and, and this and that. And I think all of us, not me, not me alone, but I think all of us were kind of like, do we need to be legitimized as a fan league? Um, my point of view was that I took offense to it because I was like, okay, you know, we don't need to be in the schmodown to be legitimized. Um, the fact that Paul. Um, like people like Paul Chance have got brought onto the Schmodown. That's really cool, um, and it legitimizes them as players, but it doesn't necessarily legitimize us as a fan league. Um, that was the way I kind of saw it, and um, so I just said I commented on that article and I said, you know, I don't think we need to be legitimized. I think we're already legitimate, um, and that was about that. And then yesterday. Uh, Christian George Harloff himself posted in the Movie Trivia Schmodown Facebook group 
and said basically the same thing, just a picture of Paul with the belt, and said the fan leagues have been legitimized, your new movie trivia showdown uh, person. And I commented on it along with some other people, and I basically said um, that that post really turned me off because, once again, I feel like we don't need to be legitimized because Paul won the championship. I feel like Paul winning the championship, again, just legitimizes him as a player. It doesn't necessarily legitimize us as a league. And I was a little, uh, I was a little uh, harsh in my wording, I guess, right? Like, we would, would we agree that I was a little I bit of a dick? It was a little, it was a little aggressive. Yeah, I felt I felt like being aggressive because I was I was mad and um, I was immediately kicked from the movie trivia Schmodown group. Now, then I got really angry. Um, my wife, who is even more of a hothead than I am, got really mad and started commenting on things and going crazy. The macaw spoke, um, as Kane said. Um, but here's here's where it kind of turned for me. Um, Christian actually reached out to me messaged me on Facebook and basically said, you know, like, I feel like what you said was a little harsh. Um, here's how I think you should have said it and handled it. I didn't mean to offend you. Um, I don't think what I said was offensive. Um, I don't think he 100% understood why I was offended, but I appreciated the fact that he reached out to me to explain himself and that made me feel better. Um, so I apologized for being harsh. Um, and I told him that I recognized what he was saying and that I understood what he was saying and agreed with most of what he was saying. I know that he also reached out to Cody. Um, and when Cody comes on, if he wants to touch on that, he can. Um, but basically, yeah, he reached out. We talked. We worked it out. Um, he accepted my apology and I accepted his. And then... He let me back in the movie trivia showed on Facebook group. So basically, then on Collider Live today, he brought it up, said that the fan leagues were pissed at him, one fan league in particular. And I realized after the fact that that's what he said. He's not one fan leaguer, but he said one fan league. So I think I think that was us. Um, <laughs> but he basically said, he asked, he posed the question to Roxy and said, like, am I in the wrong here? And Roxy was like, well, people can get mad about whatever they want to get mad about. And so if they choose to be mad about this, they're going to choose to be mad about this. Personally, I think that was a little short sighted. I actually really love Roxy Stryer. She's one of my favorite people on Collider Live. I know um, that a lot of people for some reason don't like her. I think she's a great addition to the show. I thought that that particular comment was a little short sighted, but um, again, I don't think that because Christian took it further in the show today and said like yeah i was trying to do it as a compliment i was trying to say like look at what the fan leagues have produced hello cody um, i'm here to validate the after oh i'm sorry too soon yeah. <laughs> so he was like he was like he was like i'm i was trying to give them a compliment and they took it the wrong way and i do think now that this has all happened and has all been a thing that there's a truth to that that i did and that we did take what he said the wrong way, the wrong way. Yeah. But at the same time, I don't think he truly ever understood why we were, why I particularly, because I don't want to speak for anybody else in the group, but why I particularly was upset. I don't think he understood because I wasn't just mad that he used the word legitimized. And I didn't think he was saying, Oh, the, the fan leagues 
needed to be that's not what i was upset about i like i said before i was upset because i think that paul as a player is legitimized by winning a championship that in turn does not legitimize us as a league um but again i think it's water under the bridge at this point and he even said that he's gonna be promoting the fan leagues which is a thing he's always well not always but he's done a lot recently um and so I'm never going to play in the movie trivia showdown. So it, it, in the end, it doesn't really. <laughs> uh, so in the end, it doesn't really matter. But like I said, um, we talked. I apologize. He apologized. Uh, we both accepted those apologies. And, and everyone sang Kumbaya. Everyone sang Kumbaya. I listened to Collider Live today. There was a great interview with Frank Grillo. So if you haven't seen it, watch that. So again, I think that. Um, it's a thing that happened from my point of view to me, it's over. Um, he brought it up. People were asking about it. That's my side of the story. Water under the bridge for me. I was a dick. Um, I admit that I was a dick. I said, I was sorry. And it's over. So. Um, okay. So today, uh, in the movie trivia face off discord, there were a lot of comments made oh, about, yeah. about, uh, fan leagues being polarizing and that if you don't agree with our last stance there that you don't deserve to be in the fan leagues and that you're a weed that needs to be rooted out and a lot of stuff like that. Um, I think that's a very black and white response to a very like nuanced issue. And like, um, I just want to say my piece real quick, Cody, and then you can have it. No, um, you're good. I just want to go next. On that okay, topic. that's fine. Um, so in the off chance that Christian Harloff watches this, this is, this is the best way of putting the concerns that I think people had into words um, is that the reason why some of us took offense is because like, yeah, we were inspired by the slowdown, but we're not directly minor leagues per se anymore. We don't use that format anymore. Um, we have our own format, kind of our own players. And like, we've kind of become our own community with our own players and we're kind of our own thing now. And saying, and when you use the word like invalid or like validation, that kind of is that kind of implies that we're invalid um, because Paul wasn't a champion, or that if any of our players weren't there, that we become invalid to them. Which I guess is kind of a fair point, but like to say that our community entirely is invalid, I think kind of rub people the wrong way because this isn't just like it's kind of demeaning because like this isn't just like a community like sure we love the showdown, but this isn't a community of people that like are all here because we want to play on this right now. Maybe that's why we all got in here at one point, but we all stayed yes. here because we enjoy each other. We want to be this sort of family together. And that's why people kind of got rubbed the wrong way. Well, and to be fair also, Cody, I know, I'm sorry. I'm just one thing. Um, he said on the show today, like they use our format. Um, I think that's a huge thing that full metal is clearly the, the, but the they one. Don't. That the, well, full, so, full metal doesn't even so, use their format anymore. But, but they did. And I so did we, but he, but they're the ones that he goes to, which is fair. They're probably the bigger one, the bigger fan league. They're the biggest. Easy. Yeah. And so, and he has a lot of connections there and that's fine. So I don't, I don't think that saying that like, we're um, like when, when he said that today, like they use our, they use my format or whatever. So like, they are kind of like a minor league. I didn't take offense to it because like, I don't think he knows who we are. And so uh, until well, he, didn't, he, after, he uh, well, didn't, now. but he didn't know until now. And so that to me is like, okay, I, I, I didn't, I didn't really take offense to that point. Anyway, Cody. 
I think the main viewpoint that everybody says that if we don't get on Christian or Mark's uh, thing that we need to be weeded out, I think that's just an incorrect statement because how Harloff has pitched this from the beginning is that this is a WWE meets movie trivia. And I know not a ton of wrestling fans are existing, like even on this call, but like, people have opinions on when people get pushes and when people get different with different rulings and different decisions. And like, if you're going to pitch it as that, you have to accept the criticism or the thing. Um, I wasn't here for the first validation. I a hundred percent agree that we went to attacking. That's what I, our, that's what I said. Yeah. Which was our problem. A little bore appears. Which, which was our problem on that matter. Um, but the sad thing is I still stand by what I said because um, not to be a shot at Karloff because I think Karloff's done an amazing job. Again, he's brought this entire community together, but there was a point that the fan leagues kind of switched when I'll just say it when Dolman left and like when it wasn't like junior Harloff or however you want to put that when it actually became a community that didn't like there a year ago, none of us believes that we're going to the showdown. It didn't happen a year ago. There was yeah. no fan leaguers that ever appeared on the showdown yeah. until Chance Ellison. And yeah. that was during corruption. So none of us do this, did this to seek the attention of Christian Harloff. We just did yeah. this because guess what? We love the game that you play. We want to play it at home because there's no shot of us making it. Now, sure. now three yeah. of the people that we've been on calls with have reached the big time. Well, four of them now. And one of them is now a question writer. So now it's like seeming a little bit different, but what I said to Harloff is I said, if, if the fan league players were based in LA, I think a ton of them would be dominating your league because one, even Harloff said it today, they asked some crazy questions. They, we asked some crazy hard we questions. Do. We push some that. super hard boundaries. So my only viewpoint is I just wish, and it's even my point when somebody gives you criticism or something, I just don't think it needs to be like a, automatically get your feelings hurt. I think we just need to accept that people are going to have a difference of opinion. I think that's just how it's yeah. going to be. I just know from my perspective and I talked to Tim and I talked to Caleb and everybody, we're just no longer going to go seeking that. Unless we are personally called out, we as a stance are just going to bow out of that because Clearly we don't see the way we, we didn't end it the way we wanted it to. But if it says, hey, Multiplex is doing this, that's when we can go to bat because that's our product and that's what we believe. But, like, unless they say Kane McMillan or Tim Burkala or me, like, I'm not going to go seeking a Harloff post to, call, yeah. to, to voice my opinion, even though because at the end of the day, he could see eye to eye with me, but the chances are he might not. And it's just not, it's just not a point. It's just well, not a point. Yeah. The other, the other. The other thing that I said uh, going off that point last night when we were talking about this whole thing um, was that I've been a fan of Schmo's No since Toad Hop, and I have been a fan for just a really, really long time. I've seen everything, everything that they've done uh, on Schmo's No or Collider, and now the movie trivia showdown. So, um, and I've never been the type of person to comment on things. I just don't do it. I don't comment on videos. I kind of keep my opinions. And now that I'm in a group of people um, coming up on a year, just about being in this community, now that I like my friends are here, um, I took 
that was kind of the drive of like, oh no, you're talking about my friends. I'm going to comment and be angry when I probably shouldn't have. And so I'm just going to go back to being like, unless he literally calls out by name me or multiplex and says like multiplex entertainment is fucking dumb. Then then I will say something. But unless he does uh, that, or unless he says, Caleb Coho, is it? Well, Caleb Coho is an asshole. Okay. But unless yeah, he that, says, No, that's, that, I won't even go after him for saying that. That makes sense. <laughs> but, um, but unless, uh, and it's not even just him, it's anybody Schmodown related. I don't want to make this think that, like, that it just so happened that this happened with Christian, but this easily could have happened a week ago when we were all commenting on William Bibiani's thing. That's so true. I don't think it's just Christian. I think that had um, Emma Fife posted the link into the into the uh, um, into the thing into the group, or um, Mike Kalinowski posted something, or whatever, it could have happened with anybody. It just so happened to be the guy who created the whole fucking. Thing. Yeah, so. and again, like <laughs> just to, just to clean it all up, um, I don't mean I don't think any of us mean any offense to Christian and Mark. Their game is great. Obviously, we're all fans of that game. It's just that's why we, yeah. we've, we've all grown beyond it on our own in our own community, and that's not to say like their format's any bad or anything. We obviously love it. We all used it for a time, but I think it, by by making these new formats, it allows us to like flex our creative muscles and try to find ways to change things and see how things work differently and how to make the game more accessible to the people who are online rather than the people who are in studio who can actually you know uh, pick their three questions or whatever. It, it's just it makes the game more interesting for people who are like on hangout calls and stuff like that. Yeah, and well, like I'm we're not doing it for like their validation or approval and that's why that's why people got rubbed the wrong way well and i think also to say i there was i agree with everything you said except for one there was one phrasing you said grow beyond i i think that's a little that's a little harsh i don't think you meant yes i don't think you meant it that way i think you meant like yeah we've evolved our version of the game um, but like we're all even evolve is a strong word. Yeah, we just we just switched still, our format, so we aren't the same. Yeah, well, we're all we're all still fans of the show now. Yeah, like right. Oh, yeah. Hey, look, we've got, oh, we, we, we've got the real Kenneth Lee on call. Where? Okay, hey, so, do we? Right, right there. Do we have anything? Does anybody else have anything to say about this, or should we move on? I think I think we've covered it honestly. Let's have some fun. Yeah. Okay. So I, 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 I'm only here for a little bit. Like I'll be gone in half an hour. Was that? I heard there was a dance match that went a little cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. Uh, I wouldn't say cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. I would just say just an internet, just internet connection sort of style things. Uh, I don't fault the competitor whatsoever. Um, but I'm sure. Was I Cody? Was I the cuckoo one? Uh, there, there's a lot of things I can say about that match, but, uh... Well, no, no, I'm here to say what you want to say about the match. I will literally say that question number two is the most injustice thing I've ever seen in my life in the, in a debate. But you know what? I don't expect much when Brooklyn and Malcolm are on call because they screwed me over in late night and they'll... No, I'm just kidding. Um, no, I just, I, I honestly do believe that it was rough, but Bowman likes to, uh... Bowman... You are more like Coho than I even know. You repeat yourself more than Coho does in debate, and I find it very fascinating. A lot of buzzwords. Just because oh, one turd is another turd. Robert the Hobbit? It's not, not a, a turd. 
one turd doesn't mean it's another turd. If it's another turd, then it doesn't mean this turd. And then it smells. And then there's a fart. And then if it doesn't smell, like he just said, he literally talked about poop like analogies for literally a minute and a half. It was the most in a music okay. debate. But I, I, didn't watch, I didn't watch this debate. I didn't watch this debate. Did you actually use poop analogies for five minutes of your debate? <laughs> Not five no. minutes, but I did use like two poop analogies. Okay, okay, listen. And Will I still Moore, won the question, Moore? though. I still won the question. Hey, I'm just going to leave this Will alone, Coho. Co- 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 I'm just going to give you a piece of advice. I don't think you can even give anybody a piece of advice when it comes to dance Ooh, off so, of uh, that. So Robert is in the chat, and Robert says, uh, "Coho isn't a buzzword person. He's just a broken record. Nobody can buzzword about themes like me." That's true. Ro- Robert, if, uh, if you guys, game. if you guys are watching at home and you haven't seen the latest Nerdgasm semifinal, Robert Parker versus the Hurricane, uh, Robert goes full. Um, I thought he was the talking about themes. Um, he loves to talk about. Themes and um, themes. and uh, themes and I, I I was editing that match and every time Cody went it was it was just the it was the, <laughs> it was the greatest thing ever and then all of a sudden just like at the, towards the end of the match Robert's like you know and then the the themes of the movie and Cody rolls his eyes and Robert's like Cody it's part of my argument I have to talk about the themes it was amazing it was the, it was the greatest thing I've ever seen. I literally wanted to run off, like get hit by a train because I was like, "Fucking love you, Robert!" Oh, there it is. There it is. There's one more theme. One more theme. Paulo Yama. Everybody, tell Kane not to go to Canada just to meet Shang Chi for twenty seconds. Yo, you know, just by mentioning that, you know what we didn't get a chance to talk about as a group? Phase four. Uh yeah, it's a thing. I'm hyped. Like. I'm not hyped. hyped for the movie that's coming out in Phase Four. No one cares about Phase Four. Phase Five is where it's at. When I you're not wrong. Blade. at the very end of the Phase Four. Okay, see, here's the thing. I said something yesterday that, like, at least y'all heard, but like, this can make Phase Four relevant. Oh, he's right. He's right. Kane's got the. Kane's got the. It was really good. Kane so, owns this. No one can take credit for this. I, this is the first person I've heard it say it. The okay. hurricane let it out. You are a right. man. So, in Doctor Strange 2, it deals with multiverse, correct? I mean, the yes. word multiverse okay. is in the title. Yeah, of the, that's so what I'm saying. Scarlet Witch is in it. And Scarlet Witch is in it. What if they go to a different Earth, and she sees her father, who has this ability to, like, move stuff with his mind, like, the metal objects with his mind? Oh. And that's how we get our X-Men. Well, I mean, that, yes. And then we get House of M. We get House of M. Yeah. If Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness gives a, is the way we bring mutants in, Kane is deserved a paycheck from Marvel. That's probably it. You I don't know about that, but... Yeah, he is a Disney shill. He literally is. He is the biggest Disney shill in this entire call. Kane and I what? are laughing at terms. What are you talking about? I don't. I don't do anything. Why do you have like an that? overrated? An- why do you have an overrated animated movie on your shirt? Because it was on sale for four bucks. That's fair. <laughs> Kane and I laughing internally at the Disney Shield comment because of the thing we talked about for like six hours the other night. Oh, inside jokes. Those are fun. I'm putting an inside joke in the chat right now. Hey, Tim, let's be real. 
Mm-hmm. Would you rather have been on a call with Koho and Kane for six hours to learn this inside joke? I think you're the real winner for this, and I think Kane's the real loser because he had to be on a call with Koho for six hours. Oh no, it was it was kind of just like us just talking about like if we can make a Disney movie, it'd be this kind of thing. And we kind of like then we kind of like Koho's would probably just be like Ed Sheeran music. And... Oh well, we only made one. Like I was like, this is what I'd like to do. We made and one we idea, and it's. Pretty great. His his literally probably start talking cars and Ed Sheeran. Yep, nailed it. Ed Sheeran's soundtrack with talking cars is actually just Cars Four. Coho Kane, is this the uh, the the Once Upon a Time thing that you were talking about? No, no, no. This was no. The Once Upon a Time thing is something completely different. This is something different that we're not going to talk about. I don't know if I can get inside the mind of Coho for much longer. I think Coho and I had a oh oh no no no. Kate, if you thought the Once Upon a Time thing was insane, Faulkner and I made something way stupider. <laughs> on that same level. Yeah. With a different brand entirely. Yeah. <laughs> That's a thing. That is a thing that I don't want to oh. share on here. Yeah, no, no. It's way too cringe to share on screen. Oh, 100%. We'll tell them off it. Yeah. Did you guys, like, take the Transformers series and like trans like have it crossover with like Fifty Shades or something. Like is it that would be more wait, normal than wait. That would be that the greatest is, movie ever made. That is Tim's that is Tim's fan fiction. That is my that is my years. wet dream. To see fucking Optimus Prime be like, bow to me, bitch. <laughs> I do want to ask the chat a question. Um, so there is a trip being planned between a few of us that we're going to Madison, Wisconsin. I'll party down. Uh, but how long into the trip? Because me and Coho, me and Caleb, just me and Caleb, are sharing an Airbnb. So what day does Caleb Coho die? Day... Zero. I died before the trip starts. That's probably true because you won't make it there because something will go catastrophic. <laughs> He's driving there. He's going to crash his car. <laughs> oh, God. Don't bring that evil on him. <laughs> and the by cross. the way, there will, be no, there will be no trivia matches shot or recorded at this. I thought we were playing a match. We're playing, we're playing matches, dark we're matches, but we're not playing real matches. Like, Dude, Maggie matches. was not happy about that. What? I said, I said, what do you want your strengths to be? She's like, well, I guess they're going to be this and this, but I'm glad you guys asked me. I don't want to play that match, but I guess I'll do it because that's what you guys want to do. And I was like, oh. ooh, the McCall has spoken. <laughs> that's like my wife. Oh, I'm just so happy you've been playing for me. Thank you. <laughs> I was like, I'm, we, I'm we very sorry. Party, then we get to the party and she's having the time of her life. And I look over <laughs> and I'm like, I'm so glad we came here. Yeah, it's actually a lot funner than I thought. I was like, I'm glad we thought about it for an hour and a half beforehand. Thanks. I, I like. I was like, watch her not be happy about it, and then KO all three of you. Like KO all three. It's gonna happen. Speaking of um of upcoming uh, trivia matches, um, those fandom matches have been dropping like crazy. Cody, have you seen any of them? Oh yeah. Uh, yeah, you popped up in. You popped up in at the end of uh, Jay Burns. Uh, Jay Burns's most recent match, uh, and just talked some mad smack to him about me on behalf of me. And I was, I was very happy. Thank you. Um, Thank you yeah, that. because he's a punk bitch, um, basically, <laughs> and he likes to run his mouth about things that he can't contain. Um, so then, 
then the fellowship has to come whoop some ass. It's just who's like in the pepper. I do too, but it doesn't mean he's he's not incorrect. But he did spend more time yelling about Nico than he did about me. So he calls himself. That might, they might have to face off at some point in this tournament. Who knows? He calls himself the arsonist. But if you have to see him burn anything down. How is uh so fandoms fandoms doing lovely? How's Warzone doing? Uh Warzone just uploaded our final two matches of round two. Uh Kirk versus Jacoby, which was a, a pretty good match, and then uh, myself versus James White, which was also what ha- what there's something happened at the end there. I'm not quite sure. Like what happened at the end of Kirk and Jacoby's match? Oh, oh. You act like a watch these things. I don't know. Yeah, I know. I don't know what happened. <laughs> no? Oh, love you. Love you guys, too. You know? <laughs> I haven't watched it yet. Trying to build up the old new British Empire with Jacoby and Tony, but oh. I see we're just we're still going to be bottom feeders. <laughs> I'll be honest. I didn't even remember that gonna, that happened. That's how you plan to win, huh? That's how you plan to beat us. That's cool. We'll beat you with humor. She'll beat us with a funny bone. We'll beat you with, that, with our records. All right. Do you guys want to play a quick game before I leave? Okay. Sure. Yeah. Um, do you guys want to do multiplex squares? Maybe no. uh, the Caleb's no. will do. No. Uh, no. Dang it. I, squares. I, had, I had that one all set up and everything. Um, and what no do you, fucking. What do you, no Mad Libs. Please, God, no Mad no Libs. <laughs> I think just we go with the what are we doing? What did know. you say? What are we doing? We're playing a game, but he wanted to play multiplex squares. And I said, well, no. like, I don't know. We could do, like... We're not doing Mad Libs. I'll play, I'll play around at six degrees of Kevin Bacon, then I got a guy. Yeah, so. yeah, let's play that. All right, Because cool. your mom's uh, like, you got to come to bed. We'll let, Kay, we'll let Kane start because this is probably his last after show for a bit. Oh, that's so sad. Um, is Kevin Beck the one where it's like so and so was in blank with so and so? Or is yeah, he yeah. just. Okay. All right, I guess that means I have to stop editing. Hold on. Okay. Um, and be ready because fucking Boatman's going to throw. Well, we should figure out their order, shouldn't we? Uh, well, it's going to be Kane will ask Boatman, Boatman will ask Coho, Coho will ask Cody, Cody will ask Tim, and then Tim will ask me, and I'll ask Kane. So our job is to get rid of Boatman as fast as possible. Okay. Yes, 100%. All right. Because um, he oh will God, just throw at... up obscure-ass movies. Look at him leaning back with his arms up. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, I guess you can have... try to beat me, but you won't. <laughs> um, okay. I must break you. If he dies, he dies. I watched Creed 2 today, and it was just as good as I remembered. Man, I love Grudge Match. All right, uh, let's go with a solid one of... Um, just pick a movie. Rule, franchise two. rule applies. Oh, franchise yeah, yeah, rule yeah. Franchise yeah. rule applies. Yeah. All right, then I'm just going to... We're going to start with Disney, because why not? Because Disney show. Disney show. Um, let's go with... Aliki Coralio was in Mohana. With Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Okay. Uh, the Rock was in Central Intelligence, and we're not allowed to be uh, mean yet, right? I mean, you do you. I mean, yeah. You do, dude. 
Oh, uh, you do you? Okay. I mean, I could have uh, flipped I, it and gave you a Legion Cross Molly, but I gave you the rock, so. All right. I'm just going to say uh, Amy Ryan, Central Intelligence. He's with Amy Ryan. All right, cool. He doesn't oh, know who Amy Ryan is. I'm not? Yeah, yeah. yeah. He doesn't know who Amy Yeah, get the fuck out of here. All right, fine, fine. Aaron Paul. No, 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 no. Okay, no, fine. We've done that before. Uh, Aaron Paul was in uh, Breaking Bad. Michael Keane's in it. Michael Keane's in it. So is Dominic Cooper and Rami Malik. Solid cast. Terrible Not a solid movie. <laughs> no. <laughs> Forget video game movies being in pen, guys. That's not happening. I don't know who goes next. Uh, you. Oh, cool. Uh, <laughs> Michael Keaton was in Spider-Man Homecoming with Tom Holland. Tom Holland was in The Impossible with Ewan McGregor. Ewan McGregor. Sure you just made that up. Ewan McGregor <laughs> was in Moulin Rouge with Nicole Kidman. Nicole, Kid- my turn, right? Yeah. Nicole Kidman was in Aquaman with Jason Momoa. Boatman. Okay. Boatman's in there. Jason Momoa. Who is that? He's not in. He's not in a classically trained film. He didn't go to Juilliard. <laughs> <laughs> I love. I love how. I love how Cody's impression of everybody is slowly turning into just Aunt Clarice. <laughs> True. What? <laughs> Jason Momoa was in Conan the Barbarian with Will Smith. Nice pull. That's true. Nice pull. Just can we time out real second? I just want to shout out the chat. Um, Paul wishes we would uh, go to uh, New York, like uh, do a road trip to New York, get some pizza, because he says that he might shake someone's hand on camera. You know, just like man, damn. I would call if I wasn't broke. Because I mean, it would. It, cool. I think it's like it's like a 12, 12 to fourteen hour drive for me. I think, I think it's closer. No one cares. <laughs> Yikes! Mm. All right, as long Caleb. as no one tries to kiss anyone. Okay, were, so I yeah. would you say was Jismo was in one with who? Conan with uh, with Willem Dafoe. I think he Willem said. Dafoe was in the Last Temptation of Christ with Harvey Keitel. Yeah, he was. Glad you watched that movie. Like that this movie, is me, right? Watched it. That's you, Cody. I go, I go yeah. Okay, Harvey Keitel was in Pulp Fiction with Quentin Tarantino. Quentin Tarantino was all in... her films are connected, so you're wrong. <laughs> this is a franchise. <laughs> no, it's actually, not. Technically, technically he says it himself. He says it himself. Else, Death Proof is not connected. This also, up. no one likes you. Also, like. The MCU is all connected, but we'll allow like people to pick other MCU films as long as it's not part of like the trilogy. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So Quentin oh, Tarantino. Oh, Justice League. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay. Get back, Okay. Quentin Tarantino was in Django Unchained. Yes, I watched that today. With um, he was in Django Unchained with. You could sing somebody right now. Mm-hmm. Carrie Washington. Oh, I was hoping. Uh, Jingo Chand is 
perfection, guys. Oh, Carrie Washington's in Scandal. I'm trying to remember what other what what other <laughs> movie she's in. I'm That's sorry. Is this a, is this a game about TV shows? I know. Carrie Washington was in. Um, just stop. Oh, thank you. Uh, Carrie Washington was in uh, Fantastic Four with with uh, Jessica Alba. Yeah. Yes, she was. Who gave no, you that hint? Uh, Mr. Coho. You're an idiot. All right. Well, I hate I your flat bill. I just wanted to help him. He's my mom. No helping. You have an ugly son. Unless you have to help me. <laughs> That's what my real mom So am I allowed to help Kane? I just know. So I know like a movie she's in, but I think she's in one and not the other one. I oh, can't you, which Paul Walker are you trying to think? <laughs> I don't know. No, it's like it's a comic book movie. I know. Oh, I know. I know. Oh, yeah. And I'm trying That's to figure true. out is she in what, the, the one or the For other? Sure. I believe she's in both. Okay. Okay. Cool. Then, I'm pretty sure she's in both. I'll just say. Someone it's a scheme to get rid of me, but uh, I will say Jessica Alba's in Sin City with. Shit, what else is in that movie? <laughs> <laughs> I've I never seen it. I want to say that. something so bad, but I can't. Um, oh, Paul, I was literally thinking good luck, Chuck. I was literally thinking about too. that. And I thought that's what he was going to say, but then he goes Sin City. Is it bad that I was thinking of Honey? Yeah. Yes. I was thinking of Spy Kids Four. Oh yes. shit! Okay, Jessica Alba's in Spy Kids Four with Joe McHale. Thank you. Oh, okay. Uh, I mean, also in Sin City is Mickey Rourke. I was gonna say everyone's my oh. board. Is Josh Brolin in it? Because I can't remember. Well, you already heard Joe McHale. No, I was I asking. It's like, McHale. no, I was saying it's Josh Brolin. Brolin's in the second one. Okay, that's what I was wondering. Okay, Joe McHale. He's in. The informant with. Yes, he is. You can fact check it. Let's go, Patton Oswald. I'll be nice. Thank you. Uh, Patton Oswald was in The Secret Life of Pets 2 with Harrison Ford. Was Kevin Hart in that one? Kevin Harrison Ford one, signed on for that movie? Oh, yeah. yeah. He plays an okay. old dog who's seen a lot of his <laughs> stuff. It's a terrible movie. Sorry, my child was really screaming a lot. Okay, um, my I will go with the, one of the worst movies I ever got dragged to. Harrison Ford was in The Age of Adeline. I thought, go say, I thought you were going to say a forty-two because there's no controversy with that. Um, go to you said, you said Blake Lively. Yes, uh, Blake Lively was in Green Lantern with. Mark Strong. Mark Strong. Hmm. Hmm. I want to. I, I want to yell. I want to yell a certain word. Me too. Well, uh, too. I'm debating between Sherlock and Kingsman. If I know if I can throw any dick punches. Um, yeah. What did I do to you? Jeez. Hey, Kate, you should just yell it real quick. Just because Mark Mark Strong was in Kingsman: uh, The Secret Service with. Um, we'll go. We'll go. Well, no, we'll go easy. We'll say uh, Michael Caine. Shazam! Shazam! You could have said Taron to really make 
two people on this call extremely happy. You're right. Um, but so I have Michael Caine. Um, Michael Caine. I failed you, Master Wayne. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I failed you. Michael Caine. Don't be your trust. I failed you. Is in. Do I want to. I don't know what they got this, but I kind of want to go to the office. Alright. Michael Caine is in. The Dark Knight. Cool. With Heath Ledger. Heath Ledger? Yeah. Okay. I'm about to get well, thank you for giving me that because he's been in some very indie films that I respect <laughs> so much. Time to get, time to get uh, Coho out of here. Heath How about Ledger, you don't? Heath Ledger was Enjoy your vacation. <laughs> with Larry Miller in 10 Things I Hate About You. Has that person been in more than one movie? Yes, I've been <laughs> multiple movies he's been in. I call shenanigans here, sir. <laughs> you cannot call shenanigans. Can someone Coho look up to verify that Larry Miller is in more than just that one? Wait, movie. Will, I see a mini defeat. Give me the answer just to screw over Boatman. No, we're not doing that. Oh my gosh, Larry Miller has been in so many things. You're yeah. completely incorrect. Let's take that. Hey, Kane, you want to save me? No. I don't no, know. fuck you. <laughs> All right, so that means Caleb was eliminated and Cody gets to start fresh. Oh, cool. Uh, this was fun. I love you guys. I'll see you guys when they get Larry back. Miller is uh, the dean and the nanny professor. He's also like, oh, he's gone. Oh. <laughs> and he's gone. All right, Cody, you get to start. Okay. So I'm going to go with. Um, who do I. Who follows me? Tim. I do. Well, as much as I would like to take you out for all the stupid challenges you've ever pulled against me. Um, dark matches. Let's be honest. Still count. They Let's still be honest. count in the heart. Um, Let's be honest. The real enemy here is in a boat. A that's true. Boat. I'm going to say that... But now I follow Boatman. So oh, I, can't, I can't screw Boatman. <laughs> uh, remember Boatman, we're friends. Um, right, I'm, going, I'm going with... Uh, Drew Barrymore was in the best romantic comedy of all time, Fever Pitch, with one Jimmy Fallon. <laughs> Why do you hate me? Hey, Tim, Jimmy you can make, Tim, Tim, make your wife. Oh, wait, no, no. Jimmy, Jimmy Fallon was in a uh, uh, taxi with, uh, was it, was it, I think it was Queen Latifah. It was it Queen Latifah? Queen Latifah. Jurassic World. Jurassic World. We're yeah. almost famous. Oh, yeah, that. I was in Jurassic World. Queen Latifah was in. <laughs> Queen Latifah. Queen Latifah is in Scary Movie 3 with. I fucking hate this guy. Uh, yeah. Um, Queen Latifah is in Scary Movie 3 with Denise Richards. I'm not even going to try. It's been fun, guys. Thanks for ruining his last after show. Well, he can still be on the call. He doesn't have to leave. <laughs> no, he <laughs> must be banished. <laughs> All right. Yeah, so, he's both against the start fresh. No, I. I didn't even get to go that round. This is my. I get to start well, you could try. Like, Denise Richards was in something. <laughs> she was in something. She's in a big fandom movie. Denise Richards was 
Holding yeah. Kalo's laundry. <laughs> niece Richards was in Caleb's house with Caleb's mom. Uh, I, I accept it. Bowman, you ain't going to start with Caleb's mom. <laughs> I, I believe she was in The World Is Not Enough or uh, one of the, it's one of the Pierce Brosnan Bond. Yes. Uh, yeah. It, yeah. Okay. Christmas Jones Bond. Okay. Um, I will, you know what? I'll use Denise Richards as the uh, jumping off point. Denise Richards. Oh, that's Denise Richards? Shit. Denise Richards and Neil Patrick Harris are in Starship Troopers. Uh, Neil Patrick Harris was in Gone Girl with uh, Rosamund Pike. Is that yeah, how you pronounce great. it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Rosamund Pike was in Jack Reacher with Jai Courtney. Jai Courtney was in Suicide Squad. With... It's like I know exactly where you can go on it. Oh, fuck you. Uh, w- was in Suicide. Uh, fuck, we'll just go Margot Robbie. Okay. Uh, Margot Robbie. I, you give me Denise Richards, you get Caleb Bowman, Margot Robbie. Because I, I, I don't have any dick punches for Suicide Squad. Margot... You don't know who played Slipknot, you idiot. Okay. Margot Robbie was in. Nice. Alright. Um, you know who Kyle Chandler is? Yes. Okay. No, I don't. Do you? Whoa, whoa, whoa. You're not asking him. I will, I'll you help know who Kyle Chandler I'll, is. I'll, Shut I'll, your I'll mouth, you. Friday Night Lights. Okay. Okay. Whoa. Okay. Whoa. You, I got it. Okay. Uh, Wolf of Wall Street was Kyle Chandler. Kyle Chandler was. Well, I know him, but now I got to name a movie for him. Um,. Which I know you just gave it to me, but you should clarify the TV show. Just saying. Isn't he in the movie too? No. Uh, Manchester by the Sea with Casey Affleck. Yes. That yeah. Okay. okay. That's what. Uh, Casey Affleck. Or I call that Depression by the Sea. I like that movie. I do too, um, but it's very sad. It's very oh, sad. Uh, Casey Affleck was in Gone Baby Gone with Morgan Freeman. Okay. Morgan oh, Freeman. Like, Thank you. Uh, Morgan Freeman was in was in Glory with you Matthew can. Broderick. I'm supposed to be nice to Cody. Okay, I can't do that. Remember, you can take me out at the end. We can be in the championship match together. I I, I was going to say the act Jeffrey Jones, the actor who played the principal and Ferris Bueller, but I won't do that to you. Uh, Let's go with. I might be able to do it, but no, don't do it. All right, I'll go. I'll go straight to your favorite movie. Uh, Who did Matthew Broderick was in Lion King with Nathan Lane? Oh, thank you, you beautiful bastard. Nathan Lane was in The Producers with uh, Will Ferrell. Uh, Will Ferrell. <laughs> Will Ferrell was in Anchorman with Fred Willard. Fred Willard was in... Hmm, it's a couple of words ago. It was 
<laughs> Fuck you, Franklin. Well, well Fred, Willard's, Fred Willard's Canadian. Options. Oh, okay, I didn't know. So uh, clearly, you know who he is. Yeah, Fred Willard's and Wally with uh, Jeff Garland. Okay. <laughs> we're blinking on other Jeff Garland movies. Dang it. Oh I know I have one. Garland is. I, I, I have one. I'm blanking on other movies. You just took him out with Jeff Garland? Wait. You don't get to repeat the question, sir, by the way. I'm going to need an answer in five, four, three. Okay, wait, wait, wait. wait. Jeff Garland mm-hmm. was in. Yeah. No bullshit. I Finding Nemo with uh, no. Joel Kuzak. He's not in Finding Nemo. He was in Daddy Daycare. Daddy with Daycare. Daddy Daycare. Wow. <laughs> That's what I was going for right away. Was Daddy fucking Daycare? How did I do this? I did the impossible. Oh my god, that's funny. Okay, so I start. Um, yeah. Uh, I'm going to go with. I'm going to go with um, the most beautiful man in the world, Jake Gyllenhaal. Oh fuck yeah! <laughs> you tap that? hundred uh, percent. Uh, oh yeah, you wouldn't. How dare you, sir? How dare you? That that's a lot of publicity. Jake Gyllenhaal was in Southpaw with mm-hmm. Rachel McAdams. Uh, Rachel McAdams was in About Time with Domhnall Gleeson. <laughs> Domhnall Gleeson was in this. Star Wars: The Last Jedi with uh, with Jedi with oh John Boyega. John Boyega was in Murder on the Orient Express. With Judy, uh, Dame Judy Dench. She was not in that movie. Yeah, no, you are. Is he not in? Daisy Ridley. Daisy Ridley. He's not. And then, uh. He's in Detroit. The guy's player. Attack attack on the block. Attack the block. And then, um, Pacific Rim Uprising. And Detroit. Yeah. That's my bad. Yeah. So it's, this is going down it's, to fucking Brooklyn. Wow, I was okay. like, I was almost ready to give up on Kerry Washington. Well, that means a guarantee that Tim wins. That's false because he knows a lot of weird shit. Um, just end his life right now. Dang it! Why just start my Star Wars people. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, start with ending. All right. Um, why don't we say um, Shailene Woodley was in Divergent with Theo James? Sure. Uh, Theo James was on my Twitter page where you can follow me at the Real BK10 that I wrote the word. Uh, you can follow me on Instagram, but, uh, Instagram uh, at also at the Real BK10 uh, right here at Multiplex running. Uh, helping run nerdgasm, among other things. Um, I'm going to go to bed now, because to the surprise of absolutely nobody, I have to be up in five hours. No one cares. All right. You guys smell, except for Kane, Caleb, and Tim. Drive on um, Drive safely. 
Kane, safe travels. Uh, message me uh, whenever you get to Florida. I want to oh. make sure you get. I want to make sure that you drive safely. Drive on safe. Oh. That's an insane amount of driving for. I mean, I'm also I'm driving and flying because I'm flying oh to Texas. Oh my word! Who oh. must it be? The man has come out of the dungeon himself and is Tim Smith. You live. You live. When when you work about fourteen hours a day, it kind of sucks. But I heard it was Kane's last after show as he becomes uh, the new uh, corporate sellout of Disney. So Kane, I just wanted to say. Have fun in California. I hope I'm going to Florida. Uh, oh, it's in Florida. Okay. <laughs> have, have fun hanging out with Hayden down there. Uh, <laughs> but no, I wanted to come on because you know I might not see Kane for a while, so I figured why not? It's gonna be sad. Yeah. Here's like what Kim is. Tim is like the, the drunk dad that's like, oh, yeah, son, have, have fun at, at your baseball game. You're not wrong. He's uh, the dad that hits you on your arm and probably makes sure you use a rubber and walks out the door. <laughs> like, what are you talking about, dad? I'm going to play tennis. Oh, just make sure you're safe. <laughs> that's great. That is actually great. Yeah. Oh, that does uh, make coffee better. Awesome. Oh, that is funny. I will be right back. Yeah. Bye. So, so you corporate shell out. Um, what is the what's the first thing you're gonna have? Uh, make sure everybody likes episode nine, or that the Lion King is actually a good movie. Wait, what? Which one are you gonna do in Disney first? Convince people that episode nine is gonna actually be a good movie, or the Lion King's a good movie? Uh, episode nine because the Lion King is false hope. That's true. Retweet. I mean, unless we're talking about the original, then you know, or well, we're talking you... we're talking about the 2018 remake. Um, you know, there's options. So don't go see that one. Gotcha. Thanks. So oh, man, we got that dead silence. It's great. That's what the after shows oh. bring at sometimes. Well, okay, I'll start talking about something. Uh, Coho realized that I had uh, hate this person. I hate Zach Braff with a passion. We were talking about Chicken Little the other day, and I just started talking about how much I hate Zach Braff because he's the worst. He's and not the worst. Zach Braff is the worst. He's I think you hate somebody more than Zach Braff, and I think his name is James Corden. James Corden. <laughs> Retweet. I hate. I don't want to say hate them, but I. I just. There is two people in this world. Whenever I see their name or just see them up here, I'm like, it just. I lose. That all makes interest. no sense. This is the same reason. No, no, no. Do not say. Don't say no just sense. Following his dreams. No, okay. Hey, hey, Caleb. Hey, hey, Cody, Cody, Cody. You what what say does that. this man ever do besides give people carpool karaoke and play a voice in a rap? Oh. Y'all are just because <laughs> he just followed his. Oh, I don't dreams. like his humor. I don't like his humor. Okay, that's, that's fine. A... But the man doesn't deserve all your hate because he oh. brings joy to children. Oh. Y'all right. just hate him. All right, <laughs> Cody. 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 <laughs> Cody, all I'm gonna say is you can't say that because if you see a movie come up from the guy who made Batman v Superman and Watchmen and Zack Snyder, you're already mad. 
Well, that man directs an entire movie and ruins people's <laughs> hope and time because those movies are like seven hours long. What did the emoji movie ever do to you guys? He just played a hand. He just wanted to make a little paycheck to help his kids and get his mom from England to the United States to see his show. Y'all just hate on James Corden just because he's fat, and that's just rude. I just don't find him funny. What? I know, I know. Everybody hates on him, and I get it. But I like, I have. He's never like one. Every one of the movies he's done, which so far I think is like Into the Woods, uh, Emoji, uh, Trolls. Yeah, he's in Trolls. Yeah. Um. And uh, what was the last one? Peter Rabbit. Yeah. Peter Rabbit wasn't bad. I've seen none of his work besides Into the Woods, so I really have nothing. All I have to do is like what he does on his show, and his show is good for me. I I find it funny. Like, have you ever seen like the episode where he does uh, "Spill Your Guts" or "Fill Your Guts" with uh, uh, John Hamm? That is comedic gold. But guess what? Y'all hate him. Y'all hate him because he's James Gordon and he's popular. No, it's like I just don't find them funny. It's the same reason why I don't find Rebel Wilson funny. It's just I, I just don't find them humorous. I don't. Okay, let's just do something real quick. Over or under the best part of Cats will be James Corden. Under, under. That you're completely uh, wrong. I'm, I'm gonna sorry, take the over. He's a fat cat, and the rest of them are taking it way too serious. Everybody, that man is just bumping people into giant milk. All I'm I saying, call that I call that action. All I'm saying is the Should movie he has the penguin. No, <laughs> please, no. no. Hey Tim, Tim, Tim Smith. Oh uh, yeah, what you drinking? Uh, it'd be coffee, alcohol, and a little bit of creamer. What kind of uh, what kind of alcohol are you drinking there? Oh, it's a gosh. Fun question, Tim. Uh, that would be uh, spirit off because that's all I have left in my liquor cabinet. So I you're a disgusting, uh, you're a disgusting person. I am. In case the world is wondering, I am enjoying a uh, a delicious scotch on the rocks. Um, oh, I'm I will... sorry. I forgot you became boatman and like a nice <laughs> scotch while you sit and smoke your cigar and watch the third man for the twelfth time. Yes, Tim. I'm actually, I'm actually watching a Star Trek Into Darkness. So I don't know. Oh, I think the I could actually... Ooh, I love the themes of that movie that they play on <laughs> the human element. It's very better. Back to something almost uh, Wellesian that's uh, awesome trying to uh, play into Citizen Kane or the Magnificent Ambersons. Or I will literally shoot him. Brilliant <laughs> performance as the villain in The Third Man, the greatest movie ever made. I've never okay. seen it. It's really not the greatest movie ever made, but he, I think Orson Welles plays a great villain in it. Cool. You know who plays a great villain in a movie? Her his her name is Jenny from Forrest Gump. Jenny. She takes everything she from the poor man. Then once you finally need somebody to look after the son, 
She dies. This is the worst news ever. The man ran for three years. His hips, knees, and ankles are completely destroyed for the rest of his life because he ran for three years because all he did was want to love her and all she wanted to do was LSD. I mean, he also also ran for Alabama, you know? Like, that man played Alabama football. Like, that's intense. And then he left her, she left him with the A's, baby. So, can we all agree? I know two people hate sports ball, but the few do. Can we all agree that the Dallas Cowboys will have one of the worst seasons ever constructed on a football team this year? No. Sure. We can agree on that. No. I don't know, but we can cool. agree. I mean, they're definitely going to have two wins over the Giants, so. Uh, <laughs> well, they only play the Giants twice. Did you say I... more than two? That's no, no. I'm, I'm talking two. about overall. They're going to have more, more wins than the Giants. Giants might get two if they're lucky. No, I'm saying, like, you have two guaranteed wins with oh, the no, Giants. Oh, no, yeah. That's all right, we're going to sweep the whole division, Kane. We're going to sweep the whole division. That's not happening at all. Okay. Um. Anyways. Um. Uh. I don't know what else to talk about. I'm kind of drunk right now. Um. You're not drunk. You're not drunk. Yeah, I'm drinking a nice uh, uh, water. Um. On the rocks. Is, you know what we could talk uh, about. You know what we could talk about. Chicken. I watched Chicken Run yesterday, but no, not that. How was that? I fucking love that movie. Fair enough. Okay, that what can we talk about? Um, I was going to suggest we could uh, maybe uh, talk about that movie that came out this weekend. Ooh, uh, Wouldn't uh, you want to save that for like a certain like spoiler thing on Tim Love's movies? Yeah. Well, I was going to, but then uh, Caleb decided to go on vacation. Um, well, I kind of... Replace him with can, other Caleb. We can talk about it. Um... I don't think anyway you're not going to like my opinions, even though you've heard them. But I don't think the general public will like them. But that's fair. I don't think that's true. I think most people didn't like it. So. Well, that's valid. It made 180 million this weekend. That is disgusting. That's no, that's 180 million dollars. So okay. So my only viewpoint is, especially um, after. Go ahead. You can talk. Go first. My only viewpoint in this movie is whatever you feel for the movie. Like, if you think it was a well-constructed movie, fair. I will let that slide for you right now. Do I 100% disagree? Yes. But my thing is the people that are putting comments out that it is better than the original is That's stupid. crazy. That's crazy. That, that just it makes no sense. You are just – you are Caleb Coho at his finest. You are new <laughs> biased. You are new biased because you saw something recently and it stuck to you. There's no way that this movie even comes close to what the original did. But if that's the kind of like animated CGI like that you like love in a movie and like you love breath breathtaking spectacle, this movie's for you. But if yeah. you're in for story, emotion, songs, anything the Lion King brings you, besides the occasional voice acting that's mixed for most people, then this movie misses on a lot of levels. Agreed. Um that's just my viewpoint because I've seen some people one in this community, Mr. Eli McKaig, I hope you're watching this. Uh, you are completely wrong. You're completely wrong for you. He commented on my Tim loves movies review and said that, you know, he, he really, really liked the movie. I don't think he said that he liked it more than the original, but he said, he He said it's, he's slightly, he could be better than the original. And for it to even be could is insulting to me. And again, Everybody knows this. This is my favorite movie of all time, so I hold this in way higher regards than most people. But the thing is, I actually said this to Kane, and I walked out of Aladdin not liking Aladdin as much 
But I give Aladdin more credit than this movie. Because it did different things? Well, it did different things, and they literally had a death of a character that they couldn't, like, do just an imitation of. Like, they couldn't do, they couldn't get somebody to do a Robin Williams impression. You know what I mean? They yeah. had to, they had to swing something completely different, and that's justified in what they did. Um, do I think they miss on a lot of levels in that one? Yes, but I, I, I still, I still stand by. I don't. There's only one Disney live action that's come. That's a remake that's come out. Well, two. I would say two, maybe that has come out that I would pop in maybe over the original Jungle Book. Jungle Book and probably Cinderella, just for the simple fact is I've never like associated with Cinderella as high as everybody else. So right. like I think like Lily James and stuff, I think that movie has more spectacle and something that I can grasp from. Yeah. But like I don't think Beauty and the Beast, I don't think Aladdin and I don't think Lion King yeah. would ever pop in over and we know Disney's just building up their bank account because they're launching Disney Plus. Like the thing too, like I I'm definitely in the minority here, but I actually really like the Beauty and the Beast remake. No, like, I think a lot of people like, think it's like, fine. Well, I, I love it. I would say, like, I love it. I really do love oh, that movie. Right. Um, even though it did basically exactly what The Lion King did. was it just It's it's the exact same movie. It's just, like, 30 minutes longer. Um, that being said, are we excited about Mulan? Because I actually really like the trailer. Okay. Yes and so, no. Can I go first on this but one? I this one yeah. yeah, so I was probably like at least probably the most passionate person about like that. Or the, like I was that was my number one, like most anticipated movie for next year. And then the trailer dropped and like it definitely it feels like it's going to be outside of Maleficent the most different. Um and that could be good and bad. And the trailer didn't necessarily necessarily sell me. I sent it to my friend, and she was like, "The cinematography looks great, but it's like not the story I know, and that could be good or bad." And I think it's hard to base it off of one trailer because I I enjoyed Aladdin more than most. Um, but the, I trailers, the trailers were all kind of shit. So um, maybe it's one of those kind of scenarios. It's also a teaser, so we don't see much. Um, my friend was pretty worried about. Uh, the actress's acting capabilities. She said it seemed kind of bland. Um, so, but I trust Disney. I think it's going to be a new story, which should benefit it. But at the same time, I'm like, the fact that we don't get Mushu and we don't get the songs is kind of weird. Yeah, it is weird. But I mean, like, I think they're taking that, the fact that like everybody's just complained about, like, oh, you're just, like, they're never going to please everybody. Because they're either going to make a movie like The Lion King that is the exact same thing, but it just compels in every way in comparison, yeah. or they're going to do something wildly different and they're going to upset the people who want it to be the same. So, yeah, I think, just, I think I the, think, go ahead. Sorry. I was going to say, I think the best meeting they have so far when they've done the remakes is it's where they kind of stay true to the Disney story because a lot of these things are based off different stories that are then Disney fied. Um, so they usually. Like uh, the remakes that they've stayed kind of grounded to the original story, but then make um, differences to the story, I think has been the better ones. Because my two favorite are Jungle Book and Aladdin at this point. Um, and I think those are still very similar to the actual, like, original movie. Then, so, uh, okay. yeah. But yeah, so, so I mean, go ahead. 
<laughs> Every time I think you're wrapping up, you're not. Um, so I think I think my biggest stance on it is I am different because I think Beating the Beast, you can tell a story because that's animated and you're actually using actors and moving it into a different light. I think Aladdin, same thing. You're moving it into with actors and you're actually showing it into a different light. Lion King was the only one that never made sense to me because it's basically no human elements. Yeah. You're basically just taking one version of animation versus live action CGI animation and putting a movie out there. There's no human elements to a Lion King. So what I've said for the longest time, it's going to feel like National Geographic meets uh, musicals. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, also, can... oh, well, just quick, I want to say Paul mentioned a great one in the chat, and that's Pete's Dragon, uh, David Lowry movie have you guys seen the 2016 I one I didn't it's it's really great and from um Bowman I'm surprised you haven't seen it actually have you seen his other movies um in them body saints and um a ghost story I'm familiar with the ghost story I have not seen it well so he's he's a director that like I I really like like uh he also did um old man with the gun this last year oh okay yeah I also didn't see that one but I heard okay um, I've enjoyed every single one of his movies, but Pete's Dragon is honestly my favorite of his movies. Like that movie is dope. So, the, so I'm glad I'm glad Paul brought that up because that movie is really good. That's one that so deserves think, to be talked about. Do you think that like what Disney should have done from the first place is you take the stories that are like that are not the totem pole like animated films, and those are the ones that you remake, like. Jungle Book is ne was never considered as like one of the total pole Disney films, and they remade it and it worked good. Um, well, it worked. It worked good though because the trailers were sick and the cast is stacked. Okay, but, but you, I mean, not, that, I mean, you, you can do still do that. that. But it's like, why touch these films that are already masterpieces? Because you're setting it up for failure, no matter you what. You do that for you do that for money. money. That's money. basically the whole viewpoint. Yeah. They didn't. They didn't. They didn't go out to this way to make good movies. They went out to make as much money possible because the capital that they're going to lose in the first two years of Disney Plus is going to be almost catastrophic. Like it's going to be an insane amount of debt that they are going into. Like Plus Galaxy's Edge. Yeah, like they're putting a lot of money out there. So you that's why you see Lion King, you see Avengers Endgame, you see, you see Star Aladdin. Wars, you Aladdin. see Aladdin, you see these Captain Marvel, you well Spider-Man Homecoming, you see these actual ones that have so much weight into them. Okay. To compile as much money as possible. Absolutely. But going back to like the question I asked though, like what did I'm like taking business out of it. We're just talking about quality of film. Would it have been better to take the lesser known stories? Oh, a thousand percent, a thousand percent. I even think Mulan's an interesting concept that you want to strip it down and eliminate. Now, I do think I Mulan. Love, in, do I love Mulan because be. of the movies and the music and, and the characters? Yes, but if you tell me a badass like martial arts like war movie through Disney's eyes, I'm okay with yeah. it. Yeah. Like that's at least you're taking a risk and you're doing something completely. Unoriginal. Like, I'm okay. Oh, my my only problem with both of these every Disney live action, if you're going to do shot for shot, do shot for shot. If you're going to do uh, stray away, do stray away. Don't do this mix and match because it makes no sense to the audience. Like, well, okay. That's my uh, biggest I mean, problem with the other thing. The other thing that Paul is saying is like they want to try out Paul new here. 
that's I'm sending him the link right now if he wants it. But he said they they want to try out new technology with a guaranteed financial success, and that makes sense. It's like yeah. they want to try out this new technology because I watched an interview with um with Favreau on the movie, and it was an interview with Frosty, and Frosty basically said like, "Where are you using this um this technology otherwise?" And he's like, "We're using it on." We're using the same technology we used on Lion King on uh, Mandalorian. So, oh, no. like, if they're testing it out in Lion King and then they can make that technology work in a cool and fun way for Mandalorian, like, that's going to be a fucking crazy show. show. Oh. Um, and Paul also said the Mulan source material is not about songs or magic or anything like that. Uh, this one looks like it's leaning into. So, I, mean, I, yeah. I just sent him the link. Maybe he'll show up and school us all. I mean, but. I mean, I can make the argument about like every Disney thing that they adapt is not about the songs. There's no, there's no source material that has songs in it. Like the original Richard Kipling Jungle Book story doesn't have songs. There's no bare necessities. There's no I want to be like you. But that's what Disney, like, to make it the Disney re like, I think Mulan is hard to say that it's a Disney remake. It is just kind of another Mulan rather than a Disney remake of the animated film. But I would say the same thing about Jungle Book because yeah, they have bare necessities in it for like thirty seconds. But then they have. Like they, also have I, they also have. They want to be like you for like thirty seconds. And unfortunately, the other thing too is like, and I love Mulan, but like, I feel as if the general public also loves that movie, but they don't really love it for the songs. Um, no, because the the one song, the Let's Get Down to Business, everybody remembers that. But all of the other songs, I don't. I don't think anybody can name them. I like a girl uh, uh, a reflection. I'm so, okay, but we are hardcore fans. I'm not talking about just us. No, I'm it's not. About... I, but I think that's a complete incorrect statement. No offense. If you're think... a fan, if you're a fan of Mulan, you know the Disney soundtracks. Like that's that's just an obvious thing. I will also. So like, you don't have to be hardcore to know that. Like I think. Also, like, no, a lot of I'm... people are like hard. Like if there is a fan base, usually it's hardcore Disney fans at this point because you grew up with them but people aren't like I, there are people though who are just looking to take like their kids to a movie in the theater and they're not looking at what movie it is they're looking at the fucking disney logo on it so that's why before lion king you see trailers for maleficent 2 and frozen and this because they're not necessarily like oh it's frozen 2 they're like oh it's the next animated disney movie i can take the kids to yeah frozen's a little oh, different because the yeah first frozen one was like, frozen might not be the best you know what i mean you know what maleficent i'm talking would have been like, a better analogy for that but probably. you you get yeah. what i'm saying you get what i'm saying is like people are just like looking and those disney. there are the ones there are the ones that break through like Lion King making 180 fucking million dollars because it's Lion King. Even Aladdin, which is a movie, the animated one was like, is a crazy, like people love that movie. The, the live action one made like a hundred million opening weekend because people love it. And here is the movie trivia schmodown champion of the world, Paul Oyama to come and yell at us about Mulan. No, I wasn't gonna yell. I mean, just I just kind of I don't know. I had some some thoughts. Um, for one thing, I'm I'm really excited for Mulan personally. Um, it's probably my favorite um, Disney movie pre two thousands. Oh, okay. I'm glad you clarified that because I like I thought it was my first favorite. Uh, it's pretty close between the two of those. Um, but it's probably my favorite. I'm also excited because I love the director, um, Nikki Caro, who did like Whale Rider. Um, did this movie called North Country. Charlie Theron. She's I don't really recurring in USA that Kevin Costner cross country movie. Oh, that was good. But, um, I don't like um, it. I don't know. I, that was a that was a I, Disney movie, right? Yeah. Um, so yeah, she's yeah, kind okay. of you know used to the, the Disney kind of brand 
brand, but I don't know, like the, it just seems like it's a different take. And for me, like, you know, I get that people like the Jungle Book. I think that Jungle Book 2016 is just really uninteresting. I don't really care for either adaptation really. Um, like the songs are pretty good, but I think it's a super not interesting story. And it's like this, the whole concept of um, CGIing or like remaking um, these movies and making them the exact same is just, uh, I don't know. Doesn't so do, do it for me. you prefer like Maleficent? Uh, yes, in a way. I don't think Maleficent's a great movie, but I think it's a more interesting one. Like uh, you preferred, I, like you you like that approach. Yeah, that like, approach. Yeah, they I swung like for the fence. They kind of like maybe a think, foul ball, but like like ultimately, like, what like what Cody said, like none of these movie, none of these remakes, you'd watch over the original versions of the story. Um, and even if you would, it's like only like very very slightly. You know what I mean? Like they're not really being <clears throat> ambitious, and that's frustrating. But do you, and again, do you think like, that? Do you think though that like my niece who's eleven who had never seen The Lion King but goes to see this one? That this is going to be her Lion King? Um, I don't know. Which uh, which which sucks. Tough, but but it's, I mean, it's tough because you can just show them the old movies. And I think if they just re-released the movies randomly every like twenty years, I think that they would make a ton of money and that it would still be culturally impactful. Like obviously, like financially, it makes a ton of sense for them to remake these. Like they've all been very successful. Even like the you know Maleficent, which people don't think of as successful, made like eight hundred million dollars. So it's yeah. like that they're all successful and I get why they're doing them. And like I mentioned, like part of it is definitely to try out new technology um, with low risk, but it's just, it's a thing that I, I just really hate the, the way they approach it. Um, and just the idea of making this so similar and not giving a lot of freedom um, to any of the, of the filmmakers. I actually haven't seen any of the remakes from this year just cause I don't, I'm not really interested in them. Um, I know this doesn't, doesn't pull me in as an audience member, but it's like, I don't know. It's just frustrating. Cause Disney is a company that I think could make almost anything and have it be at least moderately successful if you have the disney name um especially like look at any of their new like animated original movies like all sorts of crazy different concepts and they're pretty much all very successful so yeah I, I would prefer them do you know more moanas or um stuff like that rather than something yeah. like a I'm jungle just, book 2019 i'm just confused by the statement that when people like like and this is not shot of Tim what he said, but it was like, what if my like this could be my niece's like Lion King and stuff. But like the so, I, the movies are still out there; they're still yeah. animated. They're well, still, but, but, they'll like, probably I, grasp you more than what. Yeah, I mean, so I think my kids like, today are, are latching on to like the new Disney stuff. If in twenty years yeah. they remake Frozen live action, like that will That's probably. That will be something that will happen one day. But I guess I was looking at it more from like, I've never seen Infernal Affairs, but The Departed is like. I mean, that's a little different. I mean, the Infernal Affairs is a little harder to find and less common than The Lion but, King. But that's kind of the kind. I agree, but again, that's just kind of what I'm going off of. Is like, I think that but like, yeah, it's also it, very different. That's making it, it more palatable for a different audience. It's translating it from a different language. It's making it with recognizable people, whereas this is. Just same audience, basically, um, just remixing it. Yeah, which like, is why I think Mulan is actually like a huge fucking risk because they're taking yeah. away songs and characters and they're yeah. putting in an all, an all Asian cast, people like uh, people that we don't, they're not recognizable. I mean, faces. Jet, Li's, Jet Li's kind of a nickname. Okay, well, sure. But they're, and I believe, uh, um, what's, what's his face from Rogue But I don't, honestly, um, I don't think most people could like Donnie pick Ann. Jet Li out of a lineup, though. Like, people know the name Jet sure. Li, but I think if you ask most people, like, even if they say they know who that is, if you show yeah. them, like, a bunch of Asian actors, yeah. I don't know if they could pick Jet Li so, out of a lineup. Like so the they're 100% name... banking this movie off of the name Mulan and Disney. 
that's yeah. that's I'm how more, they're making I'm yeah. more surprised that they're doing it this way, which is exciting for me. Because like I said before, like I'd rather you go completely different or if you're going to do it exactly like you want, like shot for shot, because I just don't get the mix between. But like, I will admit it. I like, I think Mulan's like in my top 10 uh, Disney movies um, just because of the, the song and the story and the like, I just, I like, I just, I enjoy that movie. I think the villain's weak, but. That's that's. But I mean, they're changing the villain in the new ones. Right, might be. So, but my view, but my voice, my viewpoint is they could have done the CGI dragon. They could have done Mushu. They could have brought back Eddie Murphy. They could have done all these different things, but they're saying no. We're going to do more of a like a kind of like, like like war, like war kind of uh, movie, and like I'm kind of excited to see that because they have some people on the that's casted that. I think could do an amazing job with this. I just, do we think? Do we think this surprising. is going to be the first like? It's not obviously not the first Disney movie, but do do we think this could be like the first of these remakes that's like PG thirteen that like kind of pushes the boundaries of like the I kids think, movie? To I think like, I I because the, the war the war sequences in the trailer look pretty intense. Yeah, I think I they're going to fight it hard. I feel like they'll get get it to like a hard a uh, hard PG. Because, I mean, even the G and PG is actually, like, a bigger difference, I think, than people realize. Like, there yeah. haven't been many G movies in the last five, ten years just because it's hard to make something that's G still. It's, like, Toy Story and that's it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think – I think that's – I mean, I just, making it PG-13, I think, would cost them, like, hundreds of millions of dollars. So I don't think oh, they really? would do that. Wow. I think so. Yeah. But the, Pir- the Pirates movies were PG-13 and those like- – That's a way different audience, though, I think, that they're reaching for. So, I mean, I it's – it's hard to say, really, well, but I think especially they're branding it within this sort of di- Disney live-action remake cluster that they're doing now, and those have yeah. all been PG, I believe. Yeah, yeah, I think the and the only one that, well, and that's another. I didn't even think about this movie because it's so forgettable. But Dumbo also came out this year, and that movie yeah. shat the bed, and that had Disney and. Can I be uh, honest? Recommend- yeah. I think. Dumbo, hurt. I think the thing that hurt Dumbo the most is not necessarily the story of Dumbo, but I think it was more of Tim Burton. I think people are tired of Tim Burton. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I also don't think that no, nobody cares about Dumbo. Yeah. That's fair. But like, I, like people, Dumbo's a name, name that people know, but I don't know if it's like nearly as beloved of a, of a movie as a like, something yeah. like that. Dumbo's well, like, definitely a, a reason... way more iconic name than like a but also, dragon. D- it's not like Dumbo didn't make and Dumbo almost made four hundred million dollars, so it's like yeah, like it's not super successful, but like it's I guess in the world of Disney it's not successful, but in the world of like the world that's fine. But my only viewpoint is there's a reason the Lion King made hundred and eighty five million. It doesn't matter if yeah, it's a literally good movie. Dumbo those old... those words, yeah. the the trailer, everything brought the kid like I mean, but Aladdin is about to make a billion dollars. Yeah, yeah. Aladdin is like not well received. If we yeah. look at that, like Dumbo, um, what, let me see what the Rotten Tomatoes. But uh, like 50, domestically, 50, so it has a it has a forty six percent on Rotten Tomatoes, and domestically, it made one hundred and fourteen yeah, for a worldwide I, of three fifty two. So it made less. Entire. It made less in its in its entire run domestically than Lion King did in one weekend. Part of that's yeah. also timing, though, if you think about when the movie came out. Yeah, it came out in March. So. Disney and then the Aladdin, the Aladdin on Rotten Tomatoes had, um, it made, 
wait, I lost it. Okay, on Rotten Tomatoes, the film has a 56%, so a little higher. But yeah. domestically, it made 340, and it's at 989 worldwide. Yeah. I have that. That's just that property is just way more recognizable. It's also, I mean, I think Will Smith is still like more of a draw than people give him credit for. I think people were at least curious about it. Um, I, but one thing I think is interesting is a lot of these remakes are Disney taking very um, stylistic and like notable filmmakers that are easily recognizable and kind of taking away that stuff. Because Guy Ritchie is like, that does not look like and feel like a Guy Ritchie movie. Like at least the feel that I got. That seems Richie, but like it's not as heavy as other Guy Richie films. No, it's it's just interesting. Which I think is, that they're taking that kind of that stuff away because the Bur- even Dumbo didn't seem like as nearly as Burtony as like anything else. It, it very much is. It very really. Much is. Plus, you had yeah. Alice as well. Where did and Alice yeah. was pretty Burtony. Yeah, the Alice thing for sure. But I made a billion dollars, so yeah. Was, two right. two of them That's have made a billion dollars so far, and it's Beauty and the Beast and uh, Alice. What and, did well, and the and the funny thing too is like the fact that. Alice made, yeah, I'm going to pull that up. I have well, the actually, entire reimagining list right in front of me if you want me to just... I hate the Alice in Wonderland. <laughs> but like, that, first, be... that first movie made a the second one. Is, the second one is like one of the worst movies yeah. of the 2010s. The second one has more. cost $170 million to make. Domestically, it grossed $77 million for a worldwide total of $300. That is a bomb if I've ever seen yeah. Okay, Kane, you said you have the whole list. Yeah. Um, so like, because it has, it doesn't have like, so it doesn't look like it has Christopher Robin, and that's the only one that's missing. Um, that's that's not movie. really. I wouldn't even say that's really a remake, though. I feel like that's I such would. a different, but yeah, interpretation so, of the story. Yeah, definitely the worst uh, box office wise worldwide was Beast Dragon at 143. Yeah, oh, that's such a lowest, bu- lowest, bu- lowest budget though, and it's the easily their least recognizable property. I don't think yeah. I think a lot of people are, don't even know that it's a remake. It's I also a- wouldn't categorize it as a live action remake because the original was live action. Like I, put, it's, like, it's a remake, but but it is a live action movie, and it is a remake. But so then, if you do by that logic, you have to put the Freaky Friday remakes. Or sure. wait, did did Sorcerer did Sorcerer's Apprentice make more money than Beast Dragon? Uh, they, don't, they don't have it on the list. Um, but no, at number really. twelve, at number twelve, they have one hundred and two donations from two thousand at one eighty three. Okay. Then eleven is Alice Through the Looking Glass at two ninety nine. Yeah. Um, number ten is ninety six is uh, one hundred one donations at three twenty. Nine is Dumbo at three fifty two. Number eight is Oz the Great and Powerful at four ninety three. I wouldn't. I wouldn't call that a remake either. But I'm just going off of what. Uh, do we, did, did, you, did, did you guys see that movie? Yeah. I, yeah it's it's alright. I don't um, think it's I, I, I saw it in the theater and I don't really remember a lot Mila of it. Kunis is terrible. I remember going to see it in theater and I thought I walked into the wrong movie because it was a 4 by 3 black and white aspect ratio and it really confused me. Had you ever seen The Wizard of Oz before? <laughs> yes, but it was like, this is 2013. What about Return to Oz? That's, no, I that's rough. Anyway. 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 Yeah. What about The Wiz? Um... Can you feel it? So, like, so number seven is Cinderella at five forty-three. Number six is The Lion King at five forty-three. I actually didn't realize Cinderella made that much money. I thought it wasn't that successful for some reason. I think it was just that was Brana, right? He directed that. Yeah, Brana directed. Yeah, that movie's good, man. That's that's a that's a good movie. Uh, number five is Maleficent at seven fifty-eight. Four Jungle Book at nine sixty-six. Aladdin nine eighty-nine. Alice one billion. 
and then uh, Beauty and Beast 1.2 billion. Your Jungle Book made 966 million dollars. Yeah, yeah. Well, it was, that it was is in theaters for a long time. That, they left it in theaters for a long time. I remember that. When did it come out? March. It came out in April. April. Yeah, it just ran. It was, right it was, I think it was. Is it like in right near Civil War? I think like it came out. It came out, like so it came out the first weekend of April. Civil oh, War the first weekend of May. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure. I'll, I'll pull it up. But uh, yeah, it makes sense because Disney wouldn't want to like overlap their kind of properties like that. But yeah, it came yeah. out. Um, oh, so I'm wrong. It came out like the third. It came out April fifteenth. I thought, was, yeah, I thought it was closer to April fifteenth, and then it that movie made hundred and three opening weekend. That is insane. Yeah, that is but nuts. I mean, you had to think like this was also the point where it's like, holy shit, these like the effects look like they just look insane, yeah. and people are going to go see it for that alone. I and saw that movie yeah. in the theater three also, times. I think was, the, the first the first the original movie is not. I mean, it's definitely popular amongst Disney fans, but I don't think it's as popular, even close to as popular as a lot of the stuff they're remaking now. Yeah. No, 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 no. Yeah, I think that one was made because Favreau had a passion for it, and then well, they did were Lion like, King, hey, did Lion King, King beat Beauty and the Beast opening weekend? I think no, no, Beauty and the Beast over two hundred. I think not opening weekend. I don't think. I thought it did. No, I because I think Mark Ellis said it was going to be two hundred. I think he missed it by something. I thought he said uh, Beauty and the Beast opening weekend made hundred one seventy four. So oh, yes, it did. Lion King, yeah, more. So Lion King. The Lion yeah. King will probably overtake it. I just I don't know. It's already at five hundred and forty three, and it's been open for four. But days. actually, I don't know. I feel like Lion King in the long run might not make as much as Beauty and the Beast. It's gonna fall wide. off. Yeah, yeah because it only has like a fifty five percent. The reception is not. Yeah, the reception I think by audiences audiences is not great. I think people might be getting like a little not totally tired of the remix, but like a little, especially with there being three this year. I think it might mm-hmm. be a little like well, like four, four. Did you see? Did you see? Yeah, Beauty and the Beast coming out. Yeah. But well, so far I meant, yeah. yeah. Paul, did you see Beauty and the Beast in the theater? Uh, yes, I think so. Opening opening weekend? No. Okay, but you saw it. Did you see Jungle yeah. Book in the theater? So you saw it, and then now you're starting to, yeah. So no, I, I did not see Jungle Book in the theater at all. Oh, okay. So I think, but I mean, you saw Beauty and the Beast. That's the top dog, other than yeah. um, Alice. So I think it makes sense yeah. that like for the people, Lion King for, for, for the people that saw Jungle Book and the people that saw Lion King. Favreau and the team doesn't do anything different or more groundbreaking than what they do in Jungle Book than like in First Lion King. Like it's pretty much the exact I mean, same honestly technology. for me, like looking at the looking at the trailer, I kind of think the Jungle Book looks better. Like this is just based on trailers, like having not seen the actual film Lion King twenty nineteen. But I feel like the animation looks like smoother and more seamless. Maybe it's just because I think um I watched I watched Jungle Book again last week, and um, it's still obviously like an incredible looking film. But watching it, kind of like I'm going to get all snobby now, but like in 4K, like on my huge ass TV, like the the, the cracks are starting to peer through a little bit. Not mm-hmm. because it looks bad, but because it's it's three years old, and the technology keeps getting better and better. Um, oh. But whereas, like, and I saw Lion King yesterday in IMAX, and it was like it looked fucking beautiful. So, yeah, tell me but, their facial features. Yeah, that's what I was going to get. I'm not yeah. talking about. I'm t- Cody. <laughs> I'm talking about the animation in general. The animation you know, is Pumba? In, you know, like scary Pumbaa. He looks like he's in the a, animation. Sorry, t- sorry, Tim. I'm going to have to disagree with you. The animation includes the entire lion and animals. And when, I agree with when when Baloo has actually like concerned look on his face, 
and Simba doesn't even shit like look upset when his dad dies, there's a problem with that. I'm I'm not saying that that's not a he was, problem. He wanted to be king all along, Cody. That that's the truth. They're revealing. <laughs> Uh, he was behind the entire plot. That makes uh, sense. Actually. Started nothing wrong. Started. Did you guys? Wrong. Do you guys watch How It Should Have Ended? The yeah. wrong lion died. They did one for the Lion King, and uh, it's basically just like after Mufasa dies, uh, Scar comes down and is like, "Simba, what have you done?" And all of a sudden, Mufasa comes out of the clouds and is like, "Hey, son, he killed me. He's the one who did it." And he's like dad and he's like yeah he killed me stop him right now and he's like oh okay are okay sure yeah okay did scar you killed my dad and it's like yeah what the fuck like why if he can just come through the clouds and talk to you what the fuck i thought it was funny remember remember you have to remember yeah i mean also just the whole like voice like casting james Earl jones again like that kind of just feels uninspired to me like it's not interesting it's like i literally have heard him play this character before Doing the it's, the mo- it's honestly the most confusing as a person that's a huge fan of this movie for the bring back of James Earl Jones because I guess he's the most iconic voice of well, the I mean, King. People were complaining we were like when it was first announced that like it better have Jeremy Irons and James Earl Jones like returning or it's not the same. And it's like well, um, you so my, but my but my only viewpoint for that is if you're bringing back. James Earl Jones, then why wouldn't you bring back the cast? If you're doing different, then you need to do different. Like you, you don't need to bring the back the the one character that sounds the same, and the rest are complete. Because like Jeremy Irons is on record as saying that he would have played Scar. Like he was, he just they wanted to cast yeah, somebody. He wants, he'll, he'll take another yacht. Like of course he'll play yeah. Scar. He'd play Scar, so why wouldn't he? But then. But like they just got James Earl Jones, which I guess is a cheaper paycheck than Scar because James Earl is James Earl Jones is in like twenty five minutes of the movie. Yeah, in the movie a lot. Yeah. Uh, you guys want to hear something crazy? No. Uh, Malcolm in the uh, chat has said that he's never seen Mulan. That's not a surprise. No. Malcolm. I, half the time with Malcolm, I I don't know if half is real or half isn't. It's just, he has more hot takes than the Coho. He also said that he loves Dumbo, both the animated and the live action version. Yep. Makes sense. I think we need to get me, Malcolm, Coho, and Brian Michaels into uh, a call. The best letterbox review I've ever written oh, okay. read don't, from Brian don't, Michael. Don't talk about the Fruville Station thing. Please. No, I will I will not talk about that one. <laughs> what? I will talk I no, no. We nope. <laughs> we're not going there. We're gonna talk of ones that will not cause controversy. I don't know what um, happens. We will we'll uh, we'll tell you after. Uh, okay. No, you did. You commented. Yeah, you, you you commented know. Did you I comment on yes, yeah. you commented on this I'm looking okay. it up right now so you can so, um, R.I.P.D. Four, uh, four stars. What? Oh, I, better, I saw that. Better what? than all the better than all the the tacky Men in Black movies out there. That that's absurd. That is absurd. Not, like I'm not really sure why that comparison is like entirely necessary. It's, it's like a weird kind of like. <laughs> Cody rated it five stars just because there was a scene at Fenway Park. So that's just the. The you're right. You're 100% <laughs> correct. Um, uh, no, but if you, uh, <laughs> I would, yeah, Boatman, bro, Boatman brought to my light the other review, and 
Yeah, I'm. I will never. Also, just the RIPD fun fact: if you guys want to play the worst video game of your entire life, the RIPD tie-in video game is like li- I think literally the worst thing I've ever played. Is it better than the movie? You played the RIPD. It's awful. It's so bad. Why did you do that to yourself, Tom? Uh, I don't remember. I think I he it. got out of it. He got out of it and like went to like a local like, target or Walmart and said, I, like, I couldn't understand what Jeff Bridges was saying. Maybe they'll have subtitles in a video game. <laughs> uh, Brian Michaels. <laughs> so I, I feel like I, I don't, again, I don't want to change any of the subject, but I kind of want to uh, just ask Paul a question. Like, how does it feel? How does it feel to be the, the champion of the showdown? What are you talking that's about? Our, that's other. That's the other Paul. We people confuse us all the time. Oh, that's yeah. Right. yeah. Are you saying are you saying all Asians look the same? Jeez, you said it, not me. So, and since Ooh. Kane said it, that means everyone else can say it because he's Asian. So it's all right, guys. Everyone can now say that. Uh, and multiplex, you're allowed. Okay. But back to your conversation. How's it feel? Uh, it's kind of wild. Um, it's just weird more than anything. Like it's kind of it's just yeah, a weird concept. Yes, yeah, it's, it's just a lot. I don't know. It happened, I guess. People are, people are very upset about it, but yeah, it happened. They're upset about it. Oh, definitely. There's a lot of a lot of people are very upset about it. Well, yeah, you you from people that have called you a chance Ellison ripoff to a uh, to an overcocky. He still hasn't. He still hasn't proved himself. He Watch still hasn't proved himself. You Let him know play. if he has the belt by Spectacular, then we can talk about him. It's good. You it's never good. beat anybody shit. of noteworthy to it's get to shit. your spot, but then the you beat shit. Dan. But he actually uh, he uh, didn't uh, play that well, so it doesn't count. I don't know if you guys heard about this, but yeah, yes. Wait, what, what happened? No, just a lot of people like saying like, "Oh, Dan didn't play that well, so like, did you even really beat Dan? Like, it's not oh, the real Dan. Just you know, just whatever." So you're facing you're facing what most like everybody else has had to deal with in the showdown. I just think it's very cool because not many people in the showdown have held that belt. Um, It's very it's a very short list actually. So I think it's very cool that you're on there. Six other people. Six other people. Right. So let me ask you. Let me ask you a question, Paul. Um, yeah. Do you have the to stay at Collider Studios? What? Do I have do the you, belt? Do you have the belt, or is it at Collider? It's actually, right. Just kidding. That's my TV room. No, it's at, it's at the studio. <laughs> That's okay. You can, you can, you can never. They would never. I don't think they would ever let it lead for the thing that if somebody left it at home and they needed it, that would be the problem. Well, I think, I think maybe they let other people take it for like a day or something. But it's like I'd have to take it on the plane. It's kind of a lot. So yeah, that's I feel like that, that was a non-starter. I don't know. I never asked. I didn't really want to take it home, honestly. How heavy yeah. is the belt? Pretty heavy. Uh, I had, it kind of had to hold it awkwardly, so that's why you see me like with my hands wrapped around it in a kind of weird like way. How, uh, sit how, like comfortably. Sure. How heavy is the burden of the bells? We'll find out, I guess. <laughs> Do you know what your next match is? New yeah, York. I know it's gonna be oh, at the line. I knew you. Fuck. Who are you? Who's playing? Uh, either Snyder, Bateman, or Bateman. Bateman, Mike, or Snyder. Okay, that's right. Are those three? Who do you want to face the most? Honestly, like I, I was you. not kidding. I just really don't care. Like I yep, don't care. I, I play, that's the Paul answer. <laughs> that's the Paul answer I've ever heard. One. Who do you think? Who I think they will be fun because I feel like they're all like 
they all get it. So it's like I could just be a huge dick and it wouldn't be awkward. You know what I mean? So like I think it'd be fun either way. I love it because when you like when they interviewed you and asked you the question and you're like, I don't really care. I was like, well, Paul hasn't changed a bit from the families <laughs> because he will literally not call somebody out <laughs> because he just like, I'll take on whoever's next. So great. <laughs> Um, my favorite thing about the post match was when it started, because um, was it was it Jen who did the post match or was it, it was Emma? Emma? It was Emma, and she was like, she says like Kaiser, how do you feel about this? And he's like, well, Emma, I'll uh, I'll let you know when the parade is gonna be coming through <laughs> town. And I, I was losing it, and then I I showed the match to Maggie, and then uh, the next night we watched um, the live event. And when Kaiser got on stage to hype up, um, like I won't give spoilers, but when he got on yeah. stage to hype up um, Kevin, Maggie was like, who is this Kaiser person? I'm like, he's a god among men. That's who he is. He is very well liked in New York. I don't know if you guys heard about that, but uh, he's very well liked in New York. In, so. Oh, oh? What, in what? New York. He's very well liked in New York. Oh, oh is he? Interesting. Not many people know this. It's going to be the great. most. I'm so pumped because. Um, I think it's I think it's not a like not a secret for anybody watching live. Event. I think just Comic Con weekend was a really rough weekend to schedule it and stuff like because the, just the, the people getting to it. And everything. I see, the crowd was super dead and the energy was super low. Yeah. Well, so, Chris like said to Live, there were only like three hundred people there, but he made it sound like there were like a million. So. Well, it said. It, well, it said there was a. He said there was the hardcore fans, which I think is true. But I'm I'm excited to see like New York because I know New York is going to be insane. Um, yeah. With and I think they might go. Are they going to get refunds now? They're like, I wanted to see Dan. I don't want to. I don't want to go to the event anymore. I don't want to see Oyan. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> hey, I mean, they still Dan has the time or something. Christian's, Christian's like this and was like, how do I cash? How do I get Dan there? Because I got to put him on the poster somehow. No, I think it's awesome because it's kind of like, I think it's the best start to a Schmodown career. Um, I mean, dance is, dance is pretty close, I think. I But I think, I, well, okay. I will say because Dan already started with some clout in that community that he yeah. came in as a movie fights champion. So it's like, you already know his like movie knowledge at some point. And he went on a run, but I think with you, like, because Ethan started strong last yeah. year, and then actually, honestly, I, that's who I wish I could play in New York. Like, I wish he was somehow in that little tournament because I think playing Ethan is, would be super fun. But, yeah, that would be awesome. Um, but I, I hope, I really hope, like, I hope it's Snyder to, uh -huh. like, without a doubt, because. That trash talk behind the <laughs> across the table. Honestly, I just I just be worried that Rock Two would just be too upset uh, if her player lost, and then she was like, obviously not manager of the year, even though she's kind of in denial about that already. But it's fine. That's gonna be oh. a yikes from me. It's fine. No, she's like, what? no, I'm serious. She's like two and one this year. Like, what are we? What are we talking about here? Like, <laughs> I don't disagree with you. No, Can we one. take a pause? Can we take a pause? Can we take a pause that he just sounded like his manager to a T in that point? He's like, what are we talking about? What are we talking about? Like, this, doesn't make, this doesn't make sense. Uh, we got Paulo Yama with a strap already. Like, it just oh, yeah, that was, that was during the live event, and he's, I loved it when he was like, I don't remember what he said, but like, he just I made a crack. Christian. He made a crack about, the, um, about um, Lavic's barber. 
Oh, yeah. You know, he, he's like, he's like, he's like, if you think that like we came to play games, you got it all wrong. Like, Adam's barber. Like, I, <laughs> it's just like I the shit I think it's great because, like, where he's just sitting there, he, like, like not saying that Christian wouldn't say, like, spoils are allowed, but it was literally a day drop, like, at that point. So, hopefully, everybody watched the match. But he literally just looks and just says, oh, Yama's got a strap. <laughs> like, I'm like, and you probably see Christian over there, like, okay, well, that's out. Awesome. Here we go. Uh, I, mean, I, just, I just think Kaiser's just lucky that there's not a manager like Nico there to just really, like, drive him into the ground and just destroy his chances at manager of the year, truly. Like, you know. God. <laughs> Not everyone can live up to that. So just hey, I'm really, just gonna really be real out. honest with you, Paul. Nico can't win a fan league, a fan <laughs> league manager of the year. He definitely is never winning this road out manager of the year. Um, but let's. That's a Jay Burns uh, promo where he spent the whole time roasting Nico, not even his own opponent, when he played a uh, Douglas Castle. Yeah, that was great. <laughs> that was great. I was editing that match, and I was just like, yeah, because literally the whole time he's like. Koho, give me a fucking faction. You fucking give Nico Suave wriggle. Yeah, he dropped like out. 20 F-bombs in like 30 seconds. That's a good <laughs> night. My question, my question is for you, Paul, is if you go, well, when you go to um, the live event in New York and somebody is probably going to sit front row, are you going to allow the person to kiss you on the cheek? Or are you uh, going to have Kaiser I mean, kind of block that for you? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let him get close and then have uh, my security beat him up. So I think that's the move. <laughs> I, I'm going to let my security lay, lay, lay the smack down on, uh, on Nico. I just – not, he's not going to be ready for it. Oh, my God. <laughs> Fucking yikes. Oh, my God. Oh, uh, thank God the uh, that Paul Oyama came on the show tonight thank to live it. Yeah, sorry to like hijack this and turn this out on myself. That was not but my intention. We asked him. No, we started it. We asked I did. We asked, yeah, we started it right. because, like, as somebody that uh, we started the show talking about you too, actually. <laughs> we did. Um, um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, did, did, what do you what? I think I missed that bit, but uh, well, that's uh, probably a good idea. Yeah, um, yeah. it's a, we can tell you off air. <laughs> well, Coho was here too, so it's a good thing you missed everything. Uh, number one, would fan. Even t- my number one fan. <laughs> he is your. He is your, created the fan. Created the page for you. Uh, By the way, I'm not even on that page. He like invited me to it, and the invitation expired because I never accepted it. But I feel like <laughs> I should be on there. Everybody like uh, there's some characters there, um, but there's definitely so um, ripping off a shirt of me to put on another shirt angrily in his car. I really hope not. Because uh, if anyone's seen that video, there's what that video of the the Smets fan dude, um, Tyler, I think his name is. Oh, that's I gotta show you guys this video when we go up there. But he's in his car and he has this the the Smasher shirt on and he like rips it off. This is right after he lost. And he like rips it off and like puts on a corruption shirt like with this serious face on. It was it was a lot. Yikes. I was about to say speaking speaking of going off air, we've been live for an hour and a half now. I think we can probably uh call it quits unless anybody else has anything they want to talk about on air. 
Um, it's been fun. It's been real. I'll see you guys in January. Hey. Oh, everybody, everybody, say goodbye to Kane. He's going away to California. We'll see you guys later. Thanks for watching the after show. Be sure to check out all the Warzone matches that are dropping. Coffee. <laughs> check out all the fandom matches that are going to be dropping. Um, and get ready. Uh, AM is coming very soon. Uh, my album trip for teens with the right group the forks on Spotify wherever your albums are sold. Yeah, yep, and you can uh, yeah check us all out. I'm on, on Letterbox at R B R T P R K R ninety eight. That's my name. No vowels plus the year. And, uh, <laughs> you can also uh, you can also find him talking about themes. Okay, see ya. Take care. Take care. Bye guys. <laughs>